歩こう。涙がこどれないように思い出す春の日。ひとりぽっちの夜。Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dulce America. My name is Bing Futch. Thanks for joining me for another little bit from far-flung February, where we're going to different corners of the earth and picking out some wonderful tunes that have been around for a while. And that is one from Japan. <clears throat> and it's not a traditional song that goes far, far back. It's actually a song that made it really big in the '60s. And so, about the same time that the Beatles were blowing up in the United States, this song was popular. Now, the original title of this tune is "Ueo Muite Aruko," but in the、uh, United States, DJs believed that that was going to be a little bit too difficult for Americans to pronounce, and so the name of the song, if you recognized it、uh, in the United States anyway, was called "Sukiyaki." You can download the music right down here from my Patreon open house, and while you're there, bookmark that site, and then later on, go back, click on the open、uh, house links. That'll take you to over 600 posts of all kinds of free downloads, and you can、uh, catch up with a lot of music that way. Let's take a look at this tune. Once you get that downloaded out, we've got our repeat symbols at the beginning of measure one, and that is going to. Carry us all the way to measure 24. That's a really huge repeat. It's the whole tune, basically. On our way there, we pass by DC Alcoda at the end of the first page. It's in measure 15. At the end of measure 15. So what's going to happen is we're going to go ahead and we're going to repeat. We're going to play all the way from measure one to measure 24, and then we're going to go back to measure one. But we're only going to go as far as the DC Alcoda, which means go to the coda. So when we get to measure 15, we'll play it as written, and then we'll skip ahead to the coda at measure 25, and that puts a tag on the piece. All right, let's take a look at our chords. Chords are 
all diatonic except for two. We've got an F sharp major that pops up in measure 12. And that's going to be just a bar two will give us an F sharp five chord. So that works out fine. And then we've got a G minor in measure 22. We don't have a B flat. And we're not going to try and play the chord. If you're playing with somebody else on guitar uh, and mandolin or whatever other instrument, they can play the G minor. But melodically, we can get away with doing the little bend that I did to get the B flat, or rather, in this case, A sharp. They're the exact same note, A sharp and B flat. We'll be bending the seven to get the B flat. And if you do it stylishly enough, you can get away with hearing the bend. Otherwise, you might want to try and hit it clean. And we'll look at that when we get closer to that area there in measure 22 and measure 23. And that's it. Everything else is diatonic. So let's go ahead and walk through Ueo Muite Aruko. Starting off the very beginning. Now, some of the stuff is melody. Most of the stuff on the melody string is melody. I would say all of it is melody. On the bass string, you'll see some little things like this D that opens things up. That is rhythmic stuff happening. It's not melodic stuff. It's just a sort of, because what happens is the melody here doesn't come down on the downbeat. It comes down on the second beat. So to have something on the downbeat to propel us forward is what that place marker is at the beginning of measure one, three, five. It just offsets the chords when they come in on the downbeat. So we're going to go B minor. I'm going to use my, uh, I was going to say, there will come a time when I pull their pinky in at some point. Slide into the B minor. One's already covered. Moving on. Measure five. Now, the first two times I slid up into one, the, the two, one, two, this is how I'm fingering it. Thumb, right, is what is writing the melody string. So when I come in previous to measure two, I'm sliding in with my thumb. Same thing from measure three to four with the thumb, because that's how I'm fingering two, one, two. Now, 2 2 2, the F sharp 5, is different, and the ring finger is what's on the melody string. So, as I leave measure 5, I'm going to use my ring finger on 5 for the melody at 1. Why? Because then I can easily move it up and then let the other fingers join in and be there for the 2 2 2 at measure 6. So I try to keep from switching fingers in mid-phrase if I can avoid it, because if you take your finger off the melody or any string, then that string stops sounding and you get choppiness. So I try to avoid that by plotting ahead of time so I can keep one finger on the same string as long as possible. Coming from that bar two in measure six, move up into a L-shaped chord G, move up, Carry over the melody down from A. Slide this down into a, just hit the two, the bass and the, the middle string, and then come in. So again, that downbeat is just a rhythmic beat, not melody. Measure 11. 
slide that up into measure 12. And then this is probably the hardest left hand part is measure 13, and it also happens in measure 26. Oh, sorry, B minor. What we're doing is we're moving from B minor to G major to F sharp minor back to G and then D. But we're trying to pick our way carefully through it so we hear the melody and we get that support. So we're starting off with this B minor. What's happening on the melody string is pure melody. E, to, re, ho, ho, chi, no, yo, ru. And if you want to know how I learned how to sing in Japanese, I got one word for you. Disney. <laughs> True. Email me about it, I'll tell you. Anyway, all right. So we go from there. Ring finger is landing on that too. I bar my L-shaped chords for that very reason in case we ever have to let go of this and come down to a melody where the bar is located. I like to bar just for that very reason. Spin out of it to get our G. And then measure 15. Then we get a little D7 that happens there. You can do that wherever you want. 654 is good. 0, 1 and a half, 2 is good. I like it up here because then we can just slide these fingers whoop down into the three at measure 17. Now you can come back. I hit it first and then I came around when I played it and then I hit the D7. It might be easier to do that as opposed to trying to land it from the melody from, from measure 19. Unless you had that finger in place already and then you can go from there. And then we come to this part. So we're going to go six. Downbeat of 22, we're going to bend seven to get seven plus, seven and a half. And that takes A to A sharp. And that is the note that we want. It doesn't say B flat on the music. It says A sharp, but it is what we're playing because we're playing a G minor. G minor is G, B flat, and D. So A sharp going upwards from A is the same as going downwards from B, B flat. And that's why that works. So we're gonna go measure 22, let it go, hit six, then bend it again. You can bend it bend into it, or you can hit it straight like this, either way. Then come back, play it against the D if you can, if not, don't worry about it. Then come down to your bar two, and then your 101, and then we do our repeat.
then we go to the coda, which is just a tag of what we just played. And there is Ueo Muite Aruko. What a beautiful song. Uh, look it up. I'm pretty sure you've heard it uh, somewhere, but uh, it's a delightful thing to have on your playlist. And coming up next week, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to wrap Far Flung February with our final tune, and we're actually bringing it back home to the United States for our final tune, but a far flung portion of the United States. Thanks again for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next week.